This is madness. Hello, and welcome to another podcast. I'm not sure what episode this <laughs> is just yet. We both, we've been away. I've been away for a long time. So, first of all, I'd just like to say hello. Not if you're watching, because this is not a visual thing. I wish it was, because we're <laughs> on a mad one right now. But if you're just listening in your ear holes, like I hope you are... Let me and allow me just to fill you in on what's happening. Um, we're in York. I'm with a special guest today. And we are on the top of an ancient monument looking out into the night sky, the hustle and bustle of the city. But we're <laughs> secretly tucked away at the top of a monument. If you can believe it or not, I'll maybe try and get a photo of this and use it as the thumbnail for the <laughs> podcast on Patreon only. Uh, but for those that don't know, I'm in York, I live in York, and there's a place called Clifford's Tower, you can Google it, and uh, we're just sat at the top of Clifford's <laughs> Tower at night, after being out, playing billiards, pool, and drinking, and I'm here with none other than Joseph Von D. Hello, Joseph. Hello, everybody. <laughs> it's great to be back. It's great <laughs> to be here. <laughs> It's yeah. great to have this random, uh, it's just random. I can't describe it any other way. The view, the the scenario, the the situation is is just all random. It's very random. It's, uh, I, if for anyone who's been in York, it's very old school. So we've got like church steeples, the tops of castles, people going about their merry, merry business. We're in what I like to call... The Biffins Bridge, or the perineum between Christmas and New Year. We're on, let's call it Boxing Day, Boxing Day. <laughs> That's where we're at right now. Yeah. Uh, I've not seen Joe for a, a long time. Uh, yeah, it's been a while. It's, it's definitely been a while. been a while. And we were planning, we normally do some around Christmas anyway. Usually it's like, or back in the day it was like... Uh, Pre-Christmas, A solstice sort of vibe on it, like the darkest day, we'd go out and do something, and um, we've not been able to go out and do a wild camp or anything. We went out today, but it's just been pissing it down, so... The weather has not been on our side today, (laughs) at all. It's not. So we decided, we went for a walk, we walked, well, I say walk, we walked from my house into town, but I live in a village on the outskirts, so it's maybe two or three (coughs) miles. It was a decent walk. I mean, I'm not going to lie, I felt it, like... He felt it. About two Maybe or three that's miles. Christmas for you. Yeah, fat Christmas, isn't it? <laughs> fat waddly, waddling down, sweating he was. Yeah, yeah, I felt it. And uh, we walked into town and we were like, right, it's get dark now. So we decided to play bar billiards. And for those of you just watching on Patreon, I'll cut to a clip, cue clip. <laughs> and that's bar billiards, basically. That's it. As, that's as much that's as I can it. give you. And we played there. We went to another place, played some more, but that wasn't it. all... It petered out the bar yeah, billiard scene. It's a shame. Please it's a shame. But we, we tried. We put effort in. We put effort in. Uh, comment below if you'd like to see a bar billiards tour. Uh, <laughs> a special. A bar billiards bar billiard special. special. International tournament. Yeah. Yeah. So, Merry Christmas. And also, happy holidays to everybody who doesn't uh, like do Christmas or whatever. I hope everyone's doing well. Joey D, what? Have you been? How's your Christmas been? It's been really quite. It's been nice this year. Very traditional. You know, I've got the two kids and um, extended family, so it's sort of just 
it's just been the usual, really. Keep it I classic. You know, I don't say usual as in, uh, you know, it's been very, it's been very nice, actually. Very nice. You know, not, not overly indulging in anything. Uh, seen a lot of family and, uh, yeah, tomorrow off up to see some more family. Spend some time near the coast. So very much looking forward to that because, uh, you know, I've been really, really missing the sea recently. Uh, I don't know about you, brother, but. You know, really missing the sea. Like, it's, you know, really... I've got a heartache for that. So. You've got a hard-on for it. Heartache is what I said, but yeah. He's got an erection for it. If you're feeling it. Like well, that. I've been down Worthing Way, down the south so coast. So you've seen the sea? It's not been the same, though. It, ain't got, it doesn't have the same pull. No. No, but you're still, you're still sort of slaking that thirst, aren't you? Nah. It's like cheating on your wife, but with a, a <laughs> subpar, a subpar thing. Right. Like cheating on your wife with some, like, roadkill. Because you... <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you... I've often contemplated that. You know what I mean? Is that even cheating? Well, not until your wife... They found out. Not until your wife, like, comes around the corner and just sees you just rutting a dead badger and you're like, don't look at me! <laughs> I, don't, I, just, I don't know what it is. I'm just sorry. I'll, I'll get help. I thought I'd make a good meal of it and then... One yeah. thing led to another. That's the south coast, like along that, uh, that along that, p- like Plymouth, Brighton, Worthing, and all it's that. It's just fucking rocks, mate. Huh? It's rocks, isn't it? Pebbles. It's yeah. Whatever it's you want to call yeah, them. It's just all yeah. It's, it's all pebbles. It's not got the vibe. There's not much structure to it, and um, Dr- drama. That's what we seek out, isn't it? We seek yeah. out drama. Yeah, there's not, not a lot much of mystery to it. <coughs> I don't think many people have written poems about it. No. You know? As I think they might have done for the North Sea, for sure, anyway. That's a given. Uh, let me ask you this then. Going back, sorry, that was a little bit of a sidetrack, but just going back <coughs> to um, to Christmas, I'd like to, like, yeah. why not talk about it a little bit. Um, is there any, that's what I'd like to know, is there any traditions that you've come up with and, and that you've started with your family that you, maybe you didn't have with your mum and dad? Like, Because I know you've got two kids. Have you started any sort of... Traditions, you know, like the old mince pie in front of fire and all that shit. Have you come up with any like mad stuff yourself that you'll carry on or not? No, not really, mate. No, I'm not. I'm not. <coughs> I'm not a tr- massively. I'm not a huge tradition. It's not about fan. you. I mean, we do. We do the usual. You know, laid out the uh, laid out the mince pie and the note. Yeah, 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 carrot. yeah. That's it. Well, that's traditional. Oh, we did that. We did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And what do you do? Do you take a bite out at mince pie or carrot? Or we ate, we shared the mince pie, me and the missus. Yeah. Halved it. Leave any crumbs for kids to know? Oh, that obviously. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't intentional, actually. The crumbs fell from the mince pie <laughs> as I peeled it out of its silver foil wrapper. Yeah. And they fell just beautifully. So it looked like, yeah. you know, He's Santa had been pouring at it. Yeah. Without being yeah, It's just you and missus just laughing it. <laughs> it was just me and missus laughing it. And then uh, missus put... Uh, Rudolph's carrot back in the fridge. Oh my god, back in the fridge! Absolute yeah. scenes. And it made it made it made it into the next day's tea. Did it? Uh, no, actually, Waste two not. days later, it made it into tea. Waste not, one not. And, and then, um, what sort of beverage are you giving Sir Santa Claus? Uh, we this year. I mean, I, I left it up to my little lad, and uh, you know, we gave him options. Yeah, I think last year he went milk. This year he went beer. Oh, beer for Santa? Yeah. 
What's Rudolph? Me missus nicked that, which you know, you know, you were a little bit like she was like, "Oh, should I just drink the beer?" I was like, "A little bit like what? That that's a bit presumptuous, like that you just straight inhale the beer." I think some people only want something that they can't like. As soon as it becomes Santa's beer, they're like, I'm having that. Yeah, I think that's what she felt. I'm like that. I think she's like, uh, I'll have this thing that's supposed to be for someone else. Yeah. And like, she nailed it. Yeah. And she's not, she not a massive booze, beer fan or anything. Mate, she just, when it I was, was a jealousy, I think. But when I, when I was a lad, when I was a young lad, well, a boy, a kid, my dad, to get me to eat <laughs> vegetables and that, would do stuff like that. He'd be like... What? He'd hide on his he'd put Santa's on his, put, you know, he'd about put on his to plate eat and he'd be like let's say a sprout for example he'd be like right. oh this is my favourite he'd make it as if it was his favourite sprout he'd be like this is my fucking favourite sprout I can't wait to eat this yeah. but I'm just going to do this other thing and I'd be like bosh and I'd eat it just to spite yeah. him but I wouldn't want it really I mean that sums I'd up a lot it. about your your whole you relationship with my father <laughs> just well and your yeah. attitude to life yeah and your personality, oh. and your reaction to Christmas, <laughs> and your, you know. Just because it was a sprout, it says wasn't necessarily a lot. Christmas. I was using the sprout as an, as an oh, example. Oh, okay, right. What it oh, that was all, all year round, that was. What it is, is good all fathering, because he's seen me, because he instilled a competitive nature in me. Yeah, but then you've got, you got, you got to keep that competitive nature going, haven't you? Yeah, and that's what he's done. He's been like, this is my favourite. If you eat it, I'll be pissed off. Looks away, bosh! I'm eating it. Why? Because it's funny. Yeah, but then, 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 then every meal time's a game, isn't it? And that's not what meal time's about. Meal time's about getting the calories inside you, getting the vitamins are, no. in you. Not if you, not meal time's isn't a fun time. Okay, well, off the back of it, I've never been a fussy kid. Oh, I was never fussy about yeah. anything. I've eaten out. I've eaten anything you told me to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> Uh. <laughs> I ain't saying anything. <laughs> anyway, I, I so anyway, choose. so that's your traditions. So with me, a little. What's thing, your tradition? A thing that I did with Kaya when um, she was growing up is I yeah. used to dress up for Santa. It's embarrassing because I, like, I used to be quite good at sleight of hand magic. I used to get out. I was into like card tricks and stuff like that. Yeah. And there's people walking past. Evening. Evening. A couple of lads will get them Background. reported to the council straight away. Have them ejected off our building. There you go. Other people up here look. Look at that. That proves how genuine that it is, isn't it? I look, mean, that's guys. That's there you go. There's a good, another couple. People shouldn't be up here. I don't think we shouldn't really say that you're not allowed. But I mean, I think you're allowed. You're allowed. It's fine. I'm going to put a photograph as the th- th- thumbnail of this podcast. Also, we've had a couple of beers, haven't we? You have. We both have. I've I've just been, I've just had lemonade. We've had some. Uh, we've had some Timothy Taylors. And Timothy, a few of the beers. One, Timothy. two, three. maybe four or five, aren't we? Yeah. <coughs> we're alright. Just then. so you know, we're coming in. We're coming in half cut. Um, and so, so I do this slight. I quite. I do this slight of hand magic and stuff. So, when Kaya was growing up, I would get her to write out uh, her Christmas list. Uh, for Santa like a little thing and I'd fold it up in front of her and I'd do a sleight of hand thing where right. I'd swap it out for something the same size and I would throw that on the fire right and so she would see it go up in flames essentially it's her list yeah and then when she and came you've back you've kept it yeah but I've got the real one she's seen that other one go up in flames so then you've gone to the shops 
and then I've got whatever, whatever. With real list. No. <laughs> I've got right. the real list. So she, right. in the morning, comes down. Yeah. I've burnt the outside of the real list with a lighter that she's right. given me. So it looks like it's, how the how the hell is that still there? And now, even though she's 14. Elaborate as fuck. Yeah. yeah. It's good though. Yeah. Even though now she's 14, she still tells me like how, what, like, she's still amazed by it. Right. It's one of the things. There's certain things when you're when you're a kid that you'll never, even though you know that it's bullshit. For example, my dad used to tell me that you know treacle that you put on your pancakes or whatever that hard. Yeah. He said if you get it on your teaspoon, if you squeeze the end of the teaspoon hard, the harder you squeeze it, the quicker the treacle comes off. And even now, when I've put, I, I can't help but I'm gonna squeeze it a little bit. What yeah. happened there? Don't worry about it. <laughs> I don't know. <coughs> don't worry about it, ladies and gentlemen. Lies. So there's just that sort of stuff that in, it gets ingrained into you, doesn't it, when you're a kid? And hopefully she'll never understand it and she'll it'll be sort of magic for her. It's ended, Forever and ever. Ended, on it? The magic's gone. Yeah, it's gone when they're 14 years old. They don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> it's all about vapes and North Face puffer jackets. Isn't it? North Face, is it? It is for her and her friends, yeah. Really? Yeah, they love it. You know, you're like not educator on that. Actually, that brand sold out a long time ago. And what you should really be uh, targeting is uh, the likes of Patagonia, Falray. They're not doing it for that. They're not outdoorsy. They're doing it for like roadmen. Just for, like just for the name. It's roadmen stuff. Like yeah, you know, like the guys who wear their like a bum bag on a, on the on the ah, chest. Ah, that bonkers my head. Yeah, they do it. Bum bag. The yeah, old uh, shoulder bum bags. They love it. Sometimes in life, uh, you've got, especially you've got to go through your own stuff, haven't you? I mean, I've, I've been I've been thinking back on my life as you do, yeah. periodically, and you've got to go through your own stuff, and you've got to make your own bizarre, random choices, and you've got to be allowed to do that, haven't you? Yeah. Without too much ridicule, and the reality is, you've got your parents like two pennies worth, and they they tell you you look like a dickhead or you look shit or whatever you're wearing is like ridiculous and you do it anyway because that's the rebelliousness of you yeah. so actually some of it's about rebelling and some of it's about being told that that's not what you should be wearing yeah finding your own identity yeah it? too right i guess yes we've whinged we've moaned soz there's no banter because we're five pints deep we're tired aren't we you're tired i can see it in your f- in the way that you're wearing your clothes tired i thought i look quite yeah. we look quite cool we, we look like road men we've got caps on and shit I think we're beyond road men. We're with the uh, road we? managers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're road managers, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, clearly. Yeah. Middle yeah. management. Middle <laughs> <laughs> we're middle management, mate. Let's go and have a chat about it Look, in the pub. We've got walking, we've got like hiking <laughs> trousers on, caps. I mean, actually, as we came into York, we met um, a subscriber and he's. Yeah. Oh, shout out you if you listen. What was his name? I don't know. I don't know. He didn't give us his name. No, he didn't give us a name, shout but he was a good him. lad. He was a good man. Yeah. Uh, and we had to explain to him that we were, we'd sort of set out today with the intentions of maybe making a film or doing a bit of whatever, but getting out in the world. The weather's been terrible, so we're just like, ah, fuck it, let's just go and been random. play billiards and drink beer. And if we get to do a podcast, we will. And this is that podcast because we've decided to come up to the top of this crazy old. Lean on an ancient monument. Lean on an ancient monument overlooking York and just chat a bit of breeze Spouting and hopefully let you guys, well, do let you guys listen in on it. Um, so what what you got there? This is called content, um, <laughs> and it's a book <laughs> that my darling. Do you want me to read it? Because I know you, I know you're more in more of a sort of like doer. Earbook. An earbook. Yeah. Oh, like a audio book. What are you saying? I can't read. 
I'm well. I'm not saying you can't read. I'm it's just a fact. I'm worried. He's worried about me reading, ladies and gentlemen. About your reading. Um, I've got a head torch. That yeah, it's, that's not the problem, though, mate. No, you're right. I mean, seeing the words and un- understanding do you what the they say. Then? No, you're fine, mate. You sure? I'm only, I'm only jesting. I obviously know you can read. Not very well. And if you'd like to listen to <laughs> p- uh, episode, tw- I think it's 23 of the podcast. I think it's called Robin Thick. You'll see me struggle to read and and go into an absolute meltdown just trying to read a poem. <laughs> that, that sounds worth it, you know. Even if you're not into podcasts. What's the gist of this book? We're going to get into it now. This is, um, it was a Christmas present from my uh, my wonderful girlfriend, Fern. And if you're listening, Fern, I know you don't. Thank you for the book. It's called The Worst Case Scenario Survival Handbook. Expert Advice for Extreme Situations. And what I thought I'd do, or what I thought it'd be good to do, is just give you some extreme situations and see what you would do in said situations. You're talking to me, though? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not talking... Who else am I talking to? Well... The ga- the guys? Yeah. Well, I don't have a, like, really... I don't... They're not going to do it's all, not, are they? It's not a back and forth. So, guys, look, guys. <laughs> can, you, can you answer me in a couple of days? In a couple of days, get back to me, because I've got a question for you. <laughs> So, yeah, what I thought was, I'd give you some scenarios. Yeah. I love a scenario. And then you can tell me what you would do in said scenario. Yeah. And I'll tell you how wrong you are and how dead you're going to die. How like uh, dead I'm going to be, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know. Not very, but yeah. I'm not dying in any scenario. Let's put it that way. Mate, I reckon if we stayed up here long enough, like, tonight you'd die. Of boredom from being with you. It was, no, I've just called. <laughs> right this is called Great Escapes and Entrances and this is chapter right. one yeah obviously not going to work your way th- the whole way through that book well, which what is quite substantial is, uh, more people say hello good evening hello, there's, there's some more people there reality and they shouldn't be up here and we are going to grass them up to the law and they're laughing about that and that's a that's a, <laughs> and that's a re- you know we're going to keep that joke going for everyone who Attempts to walk up here. We're going to use the joke. Yeah. We're going to glass you up to the council or the law. <laughs> they were nice. Because we they? got permission, haven't we? We should have got them to sit down and have a chat. We got permission. Anyway. Anyway. Cut to book. We were talking about a book until we were rudely interrupted by people just randomly Chapter wandering Chapter one. By. So this is the first bit. I mean, it's a big book. There's a lot of different things. Chapter one. This is a, This is the first thing. It's called How to Break Down a Door. Well, was it, yeah. Go on. These are all the, like... All right. Important <coughs> things you need to know. Yeah. How to break down a door. Yeah. So, if it was you, how would you break down a door? And I just had me. I didn't have anything else it's to you. break the door down. Wait a minute. It's you. Because that's that's the sort of decider, really. And, a do- and it's a door... Just me and the door. I would be. I would be. Oh my god! There's such. Wait, wait a minute. Because oh. there's different doors. Oh my god! There's hollow metal doors, metal clad doors, solid much. doors, solid wood much. doors, hollow it's core too doors. Much. Too much. It's too much. Have you a sturdy piece of steel? I Have you be... a hammer and a screwdriver? Listen, listen. Where do you kick it? Do you kick it on the lock on the handle? On the lock and the handle. Yeah. That's where I'm kicking. No, you're not. I you're am. Kicking on what? Which one? Handle or lock? 
Well, the handle and the locker are the same. No, if it's a Yale lock. Oh, I mean, I'm not even bothering if it's a Yale, like a you know plastic composite Yale. I'm not even bothering kicking. What's the point? I'm not <laughs> going to get through it with a boot, am I? Why? I'm not going to get through it. What do you mean, why? Well, because I've got Cause a book. Because t- there's a lock at the top, lock at the bottom, no, a lock in the middle. I'm not getting in there with a, with my foot. Very See, the glass is half empty. Yeah, there's a reason that. why you know they use those mini battering rams. <laughs> Because you ain't getting through it by just kicking it with your leg, are you? Well, you are, according to this book, if you're right. Yeah, a certain type of door you might get through. Not a, th- not a three-locking, like, dead-locking... Kicking is more effective than running at the door and <laughs> slamming <laughs> against it. Yeah, I wouldn't Your have foot exerts more force than your shoulder. Yeah. And you will be able to direct this force towards the area of the locking mechanism yeah. more specifically. Which is where I would have been kicking. You didn't... You kicking... What you want to be That's kicking? That's what I'm kicking. Yeah, the Yale bit. The, the d- Yale yeah. lock. The lock. The bit where the handle is, is the lock. That is also the lock. Because that's where you put your it kick. It says here that you've tried to kick it. You've fucking right. slipped before your foot's got to the door. Right. You've landed on your back. Yeah. And Tony's come out of the house and just fucking... He's me. Rained boom. <laughs> he's rained. done me. <laughs> and then gone back in and locked he's it. He's just... Gra- <laughs> yeah. He's ground and pound. And then gone back in and just locked the door. And <laughs> <laughs> Left you for shit. Yeah, why am I even trying to get in? Well, house? you're not anymore. You've died. Because it, it's zombie apocalypse and you've got to get in there to get more. Oh, okay, right. You've got to get more shit. Yeah. Right. How to. <laughs> the next one's how to land a plane. That's too right. much. You're never going to be in that situation, are you? Why not? Well, this book is the worst case. I mean, you're, o- you're off on holiday, mate, on a plane. And now you're telling me you're never going to be in that scenario. No. You could, it could quite easily, you know, as you jet off on holiday, something goes wrong. They're like, can anybody fly a plane? No. And everyone says no. <laughs> right? Everyone says no. Yeah. It, and then, why, then what happens? We die. So, no. Someone's got to give it a go. I'll give it a go. Exactly. You're I'll giving it a go. I'll skimmed over this book when it I'm a go. on top of it. I'm it. giving it a go. Oh, but you're giving it a go. No. No. Oh, me, I'm you're, giving no, it a go. Right, you're right. giving it a go, yeah. I'll give it a go. I'm not on plane. I'll give it a go. Does exactly. everyone clap when I say I'm giving it a go? I'm giving it. I'll give it a go. Does everyone like, cheer, like clap? I'll give it a go. Yeah, there's a big cheer. And then they re- well, Do they carry me to cockpit? Do they carry me to cockpit? No, because you don't have to Not done it yet. You're right, you don't know how to fly it. But I know. I mean, they're <laughs> reluctantly there. And then, can I get to the cockpit and then turn around and be like, guys, I'm either going to come out of here a hero or I'm not coming out of here at all. Either way, take care. And you I can love say you that, all. yeah, you can say that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I'm coming out of here <laughs> as your absolute hero or I'm not coming, or that, or that's it. That's yeah. the only way. They can say, you can The say only that. way this is going down is that I'm going to be your hero. Or nothing. Yeah, you won't remember or a I'm thing. Or I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In advance. Or you can't. You don't even have to be sorry, mate. If no one else is like, what I if there's more than one I of could, you? I could kick a door open. What about if there's more than one of you wanted, thought they could do it? I'm if it was like a, a surgeon popped up and he was like, I think I might have the skills. Let him I'm do it. I'm a surgeon. I've skimmed over a book like. I've Fucking ages ago when I was pissed, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> you'd leave, you'd leave your life to to them. What to a surgeon, a qualified Still, surgeon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's never flown a plane. I'll be his co-pilot. Just because he's a surgeon, I'll be his co-pilot. Right. I'd, I'd sort of I'd massage it. I'd be, what for glory? No. For, for Do you reckon if you landed it, you'd be life you'd, my be, hands. you'd be you'd be sorted for life, wouldn't you? What in what way? Financially. 
<laughs> why are you just going to get paid for landing in one plane? Are you? No one's going to make you. You're never going to have to work a day in your life. If there was a right. plane full of families and people and yeah. you heroically just landed it, no yeah. one's going to... Who's like, paying you? The world. And what are they paying you for? The world would never want The to world pay. would pay you. The universe, the everything. So you're just going to get a check every month from the universe. If Yeah, because even if you <laughs> went to everyone on that plane, you're like, guys, can you all just chip in so that I never have to work again? They'd be like, yeah, of course. No. They're going to be like, no. No one ever does. No one's done that. Well, I'll write a no book. I'll that. write a book. We'll do a film. <laughs> film rights. You might be onto something. There like you that. go. Yeah. Do you still not have to get everyone's sort of permission or something? They'll be laughing. They'll be loving it. Right, okay. You're either dead or you pay me... <coughs> 20 quid. Each year pays me 50 quid a month. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Including children. Yeah. For the rest of your life. Yeah, because I've done her- an, a heroic thing. Well, let's just read how much we don't know about landing a plane, right? We know nothing. Mate, it's too wind. complicated. Wind. It's got like airspeed indicators, airspeed. heading, altimeter, fuel gauge. Who cares? It's teaching. You're either like you're either landing or you're not, I'm mate. Not, at I'm that not, stage. I'm not. This book's actually teaching me how to land a plane. Uh, no one needs. Not. No one needs to learn how to land a plane. I will never retain this information. Never. Never. How to survive in sli- in how to survive in flight emergencies. Extreme turbulence. Not bothered about that. Um, well, just a tantrum child. Use headphones or move. It says that's not. A that's not an emergency, is it? Extreme seat recliner. Right, this is terrible. Snakes on a plane. How to ram a car. Ram it into what? Just ram it. Like which angle to take when you're ramming it. How to survive a car crash. Depends where you want the car to go. Depends on which angle you ram it. How to survive a car crash. Yeah. Don't get in one. Break early and keep breaking. <laughs> Good advice. Sit back in the seat. Yeah. Keep your seatbelt fastened. <laughs> keep legs and hands away from airbags. Avoid broadside collisions. Oh, thanks. What if one's happening? <coughs> Swerve, but only at low speeds. Sudden inputs into the steering wheel at high speeds will cause the car to veer sharply and overcorrection after veering may cause a rollover. Do not swerve until the car is moving below about 40 miles an hour. There you go. This could save someone's life. Well. Steer right. If a head-on right. co- head collision is imminent, brake and steer to the right. Steering to the left may help you avoid an initial collision, but you risk being hit by a second car moving in the same direction as the first. So always go to the right. Okay. Aim for grass. That's it. Avoid driving between two people. Just avoid hitting the car in the first place. So I mean, that's the best just, advice, yeah, isn't don't it? Don't hit the car. Don't drive into another car at any sort of speed. How to escape from a sinking car? Yeah. How to survive being buried alive? I mean, what, what scenario... At all, are you going to be at, like sort of accidentally buried alive? You could be working on a work site and there yeah. could be loads of hardcore and you could just get trapped under you that. You just get trapped under the hardcore. You could like, you could be trench building and not put your supports and in and it collapses. Yeah. In so, on all right, you. so how, how are we surviving that then? 
You want to conserve your air supply. Oh, thanks. I'll tell you that for now. Yeah. You definitely do want to If do you're that, buried yeah. in a typical coffin. All right. Also, you could be buried in a coffin. Buried like in a typical coffin. Yeah. Like, um. Yeah. <sighs> like dead people. No, what's that film? The Room of Thurman. Oh, Kill um, Bill. Kill Bill, yeah. Yeah, it could be like Kill Bill. You're buried in a you're wooden. So you're in a wooden coffin and yeah. you're underground. Yeah. <coughs> if you're buried in a typical coffin, you will have enough air to survive for an hour or two at most. Right. It's a time. You've got to be hurry up. Take deep breaths and then hold for as long as possible before exhaling. Do not breathe and then swallow, which will lead to hyperventilation. Swat. Do not light a match or lighter. Obviously. Well, what we're gonna? Oh, why would we well, do that? Yeah. Looking for it. I suppose you. Combustion will quickly use your available oxygen. Obviously. Yeah. It is safe to use a flashlight if you have one. Yeah. Do not yell. Yelling will lead to panic. Pointless. Which will increase your heart rate and lead to the fast breathing that will rapidly consume your air supply. Yeah. So what it said there is basically just. I don't mean, spark up a match and shout. Yeah, but the reality is you've got no chance of getting out if you genuinely be buried alive. Because it's all about getting out. Yeah. Press it's not about conserving your energy. Press up on the coffin lid with your hands. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't move. Oh, because there's loads of soil on top of it. An inexpensive pine box chipboard coffin or recycled paperboard coffin will have some give to it. So it will be relatively easy to break through if you flex the coffee lid, continue to right. step free. Right. Oh, what right. it's saying is... Go. This is it. This is good for anyone who's <sighs> been buried alive. Right. So remove, anyone who's remove been buried your alive. shirt. Right. Cross your arms over your chest. Because you want to look good when you get out. You want to get your pecs out. Cross your arms over your chest and then uncross your arms so that your elbows are bent and your hands are at your shoulders. Pull your shirt up from your head over your shoulders do a partial sit-up as much as you can in the space available and then pull your shirt what? over your head and off. Why? I'll tell you. Go on. Tie the bottom of your shirt in a knot. The shirt <sighs> should have one large opening at the neck, as does a bag. Right. Place your head through the neck hole. <laughs> the knot should be on the top of your head. The shirt will prevent you from suffocating on loser, loose earth. It's creating like a yeah a whatever a baghead. your baghead. Break through the <laughs> coffin, using your feet. Begin the begin the begin kicking the coffin lid. A cheap coffin may have already split from the weight of the earth above, making your job easier. Break apart the lid with your hands and feet and let the loose <laughs> earth rush in. Right. That sounds awful, doesn't it? Yeah. And it's got well, it's a got little diagram. I mean, it's got to happen. <laughs> That's you. With your oh, shirt on your head. Oh, yeah, shirted. <laughs> Baghead. Tommy shirted. This is excellent. Right, use your hands to push the dirt towards your feet. That that This has never happened to this person who's writing this. No, but... And they're just, they're just guessing. But this is a book a about the worst-case scenario. Right. And being buried live is a worst case scenario. I'm not it? saying it's not. And what I'm saying is this person is just, you know, saying things that you might want to do, but they don't necessarily work. They don't know they work. This is, this is not, I don't believe this is someone who got buried alive and then used these techniques to get unburied alive. No, but he's researched it. 
It's re- definitely researched it. Yeah, I you can, can tell. Because it, it's foolproof. I can research it. Anyway, let me continue. Is it? Use your hands to push the dirt towards your feet. Yep. There should be some space at the bottom of end of the coffin. Right. Below your feet. As the dirt rushes in, work quickly but calmly to fill the space at your feet. When this space fills up, push dirt to your sides. Breathe slowly and regularly. So what you're doing is, as it's coming down, you're pushing it to the bottom and to the sides. It's good. Sit up. As you move... A si- as you move to a seated position, the loose earth above you will move to fill a space you just occupied. As the dirt falls continually, to push. As the f- dirt falls, continue to push it into the coffin until you can stand up. Well, and then, you, and then what? Stand. <laughs> once, <laughs> once you're not you, anymore. No, once you're standing, because yeah. you're six foot down, aren't you? In a in a regular coffin. Okay, but right. Once you're standing, you should be able to push the dirt above you. Up and out of the grave. There when you, if it gets to that point, when you've cleared all the dirt in, above you, climb there's no out. No dirt above you. Pro tips. Pro tips. A recently in interred coffin will be covered with loose earth and is relatively easy to dig through. Escaping from a coffin interred during a rainstorm will be difficult. <laughs> the compacted weight of the wet earth will make digging almost impossible. The higher the clear content of the soil, the more difficult your escape. So you basically have to be buried in loamy, quickly. sandy soil, and you have to yeah. act very quickly. Yeah. Be very like. Which would be an incredibly random scenario. Basically, well sort of like a mob job. The mobs just put you in. Tooth and claw, yeah. This chapter's about tooth. This chapter's called Tooth and Claw, and is about animals. And surviving. Just hit them. Surviving animals. Hit them up. How to survive... Oh, you tell me if you want to go into any of these. Go on, then. <coughs> How to survive a snake attack. Yep. What? Do I have to... What? Wash the bite with soapy water. That's yep. ridiculous. There's quite a lot on the, on the I would snake. imagine there is, yeah. There's lots of different snakes. I mean... Right. How to fend off a shark. Yes. Go on, then. Uh, some bullet points of how you would do how it. How would I fend off a shark? Yeah. It was just interested in me. Well, I'm in the know. water. Yeah, it's, it's interested in me. It's my, I mean, it's hungry. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's, yeah. not just inter- it's not just like wanting to do a documentary on you. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's fucking hungry. <laughs> I mean, it's in, it fancies me. <laughs> I don't really. Uh, well, I'd be hitting it. Scared. I'd be, <laughs> I'd be making. I don't know. <laughs> You'd be making little brown. Come on, poking it in the eyes. <laughs> you know, looking for the weaknesses. The eyes, the uh, eyes. <laughs> maybe the eyes. <coughs> maybe, go, maybe go for the eyes. Fucking hell! That's funny. <laughs> <coughs> That's only funny because. Of the size of a great white shark. A great white shark. I mean, what? I ain't got a chance for you. I ain't got a chance. (coughs) A great white's a different. You know, I'm thinking of a shark that I could maybe feel like I could do something about, rather than just (coughs) a shark that you know. My my pretty my days are pretty much numbered. You know. Do you know the first thing you want to be doing? Go on. Staying calm. 
Well, I am staying calm. Yeah. <coughs> you want to be staying calm? I'm not panicking. Mate. I am panicking. Of course, I'm panicking. Of course, you're scared. Shark wants to eat me. I've, I've already panicked. Yeah, but I'm shouting off, but stay calm. Yeah. And you're like, just let me up, but I'm like, nah. <laughs> stay calm first. Just stay <laughs> calm. Just stay yeah. calm. Paul, you, you've got my arm. Just pull me in. No, like, no, 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 no. Just stay, stay there calm, because I want to see if you can defend a shark attack. Stay. Are you calm? First of all, if a shark approaches you, it's probably simply curious. Large sharks are primarily stealth predators and will typically not show themselves prior to an attack. Don't right. worry about it. Yeah. <coughs> I'm coughing a lot because, ladies and gentlemen, I've got a flu. I've had a constant flu for a long time. What time did you go? Uh, it's uh, 15 minutes past How long eight. Have you got? I've got about, well, train's at quarter to nine, so I've got half an hour from now. Oh. We've got to get to the train. All right, so, ladies and gentlemen, this is only going to be a short one, I'm afraid. Um. Hit the eyes or gills. Yeah, that's what I said. Guy, eyes, didn't I? Get my hands in the gills. I didn't think of that. Obviously, that's it good. It kind of feels gross. And get, like, your, get your fingers behind gills. I, gonna do, I don't feel like that's going to do out. I think it would. Cause it says hit the gills. Hit them. What with Because the, they're most, more sensitive to pain. Mm, I just get my fingers in there. Also, hitting the eye, if I had hitting to. The eye ain't going to do shit. Uh, Make quick, sharp, repeated jabs. Good luck shadow boxing a fucking jabs. great white underwater. Yeah. How was your jab? I worked my jab on it. Well, it I kept it at arm's enough. length with a good <laughs> left. <laughs> your jab, you just didn't keep your jab working. You didn't work your jab enough. Dude, it basically just says you're fucked. You're in, you're in trouble unless it decides it's, it's not yeah, interesting. Jab it in eyes and stay calm. And if it, dis- if it decides it's not hungry, you're all right. Like, <laughs> you're getting eaten, basically. How to avoid an attack. Always stay in groups. Do not wander too far from the shore. Avoid being in water during darkness or twilight hours. Don't go in a, Don't go with where loads of sharks are. It's a yeah, good start. It's inevitable, isn't it? The sharks are everywhere. Do not enter the water if you're bleeding from an w- open wound or men- menstruating. Mm. Do not wear shiny jewellery. Do not wear skin-tight jeans. No, that's not real. They talk about the sharks a lot in that thing we were talking about watching you earlier on, the Kimmy Werner uh, spear diving stuff. On me. Uh, they on talk about sort of like getting rid of the, sorting the fish out pretty quickly before yeah. the sharks come. Well, they call them, in Often. the spear fishing world, they call them the tax man. Yeah. Because you can have one on the end of your spear and then the, when the tax man comes, you've just got to give it because... Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. Especially bull sharks and stuff like you just there's nothing you can do. No. That's why you shouldn't keep your sp- your fish on your belt. Like a lot of people. Yeah, get them out. People spearfishing just strap them to their belt and they get wonder done, why they get, get like attacked. Yeah. You get them out the water. They want get the fish, prepped, don't they? Get them out the water. Um, use extra caution when water is murky. If a shark shows itself to you, it may be curious rather than predatory. Scuba divers should. Ev- Avoid lying on the surface. We know all this, don't we? <coughs> but anyway, we're, we're running out of time. This has been 40 minutes. And it's been alright. You've got to get to your, your uh, train. Yeah. <coughs> There's bear attacks, mate. That would be good. How to escape from a mountain lion. I would, yeah. Don't mountain lions notoriously attack from behind? Is that the. Yeah, they're back. They're back yeah, and they're back, back killers. Doers, yeah. 
back killers. Pro tips. Bear, yeah, don't climb a tree. Basically, if it's a brown bear, you're fucked. Black bear, you can deal with it, but... <coughs> what is it? It's a black bear that... If it's a grizzly and you... There's one that you play dead and one that you fight back. Grizzly, you play dead, I think, innit? Yeah, because you, you can't fight I mean, it. yeah, you ain't winning. Turns it on, it gets it going. Yeah. Whereas a black bear... There's no you fucking way you're winning, is there? Nah. Not in a million years. No, you just got to be lucky that it just gets bored, basically. And then after that, you got to be... You just hope it attacks your fucking neck first and kills you quick. Yeah. Hope it doesn't just eat you from the arse. <laughs> first, like... Arse first. That's what it is, man. Like on Grizzly Man, he just ate him from his feet up. Yeah. They don't care. <coughs> it's only the big cats that kill you first and then eat you. Yeah. They'll choke you out and then eat you. It's like... Do- hyenas and wolves and, and prairie do- like prairie dogs yeah they just eat you oh while you're God, alive they'll just eat your ass first this guy the ghoulies they like the soft bits yeah it's not good gruesome I those. had to stop Instagram showing me these things because it was driving <laughs> me like it was making me depressed horny Jesus Christ <laughs> it was no it was genuinely upsetting me I was following was like <laughs> these channels that were just showing me like warthogs for example are so yeah. sturdy yeah, and it a just wa- keep going. And a warthog will stay alive for too long. Yeah, like yeah. Like one of its legs is gone, half its ass is eaten out, its dick's yeah. gone, its all its bowels are out, and it's still going like. Yeah, I can imagine. Like, yeah. And all hyenas are still eating it. I'm like, just <laughs> die. tap out. Just hurry up, tap out. Yeah. And it's it's not nice to watch. Like na- I think the, the the channel was called like Nature is Metal or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. And I had to just I had to block it. I was like, I can't stop. I, can't. I still, I still follow. Do you? Yeah. It, it, it has some stuff that I don't, I don't watch. Like, I, I sort of look at the thing and think, Nah, I'm not watching. Like, it. I get it. Like, nature's brutal and that, and it's beautiful, but it's too real. Yeah. It doesn't give a fuck, man. Yeah. Nature don't give a shit. Yeah. Nature will eat. Some of the ones where they post pictures of the wounds that the animals walking around with and still. Yeah. You like? Oh, it's walking off with half like half, like, you know, like, uh, half an head hanging off. Bonkers. Like. Right, sorry, ladies and gentlemen, for this podcast. Don't apo- never apologise. Never apologise, eh? <coughs> it is what it is. I probably won't bring this out into a while. It'll be like a nice Patreon thing. Um, I've not brought much out on Patreon for a while, so I do apologise. Hope you like this. Bit of a random chat it's a next random to chat, a ran- next to a national monument. I've enjoyed it, Joe. It's been, it's nice, been nice, mate. It's been nice. Nice little chat li- listening, uh, reading my little Christmas book. Yeah, uh, I will put a photo. Hey, we or maybe come back up to come back into that one, mate. I think it's got it's got. Uh, it's got legs, is it? It's got legs, mate. We'll revisit the book. I'll maybe open it up to the audience. Get, you know, maybe do a bit, maybe maybe um, highlight some chapters to discuss. I think. I think all the animal ones are good, bant like that's yeah. good banter. Yeah, good bants. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> We've all thought about it, haven't we? Yeah, we we used to talk about it at school, didn't oh, we? Like the old animal attacks and that. Right, as my breath starts to fail me, um, I'm going on <laughs> holiday soon uh, with Fern. We're gonna go. Um, we've got a little break away because we're just uh, struggling with life and struggling with stuff at the moment. So we're just gonna have a br- bit, bit of a break, um, a bit of a break from doing videos and YouTube and stuff. But I'll be back with a vengeance very soon. Thanks for sticking with me. I do love you all very much and. I appreciate everything, like, so much. And Merry Christmas. Happy New Year as well to everyone who's listening. And while he's away, if you want to follow, start following me. Uh, it's Joey D Outdoors. 
and uh, I've got big big things coming with YouTube channel. What and, you got? Um, and uh, killed by a fucking yeah. badger or something. What I'll be doing is enacting the scenarios, disgusting the book. Awesome, that'll be fucking. <laughs> Honestly, that'd be great. I'll be punching sharks in the gill. <laughs> Basically, kicking all at things. I'll be kicking it doors. My wife, like, sorry, love. I've done another door. I've done door. I've done door. I've done it. I've put a balaclava on them. I I'm just going to get you in a chokehold. I need to practice that. I'm sure there's a section on how to survive bank, like bank robberies and stuff. But we'll, 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 we'll get back into that book anyway, maybe at a later date. Yeah, and hopefully weather will improve enough for us to actually go outside. God, yeah. Outside. Yeah. Not that we're not outside now. And it's, it's not raining. It's a bit different, fair. isn't it? It's a different... It's a different yeah. vibe, yeah. Right, love you all. Thanks for watching. Take care of yourselves. Bye for now. Peace. Goodbye.